Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I'm Joe. Brandon is here. Yo, yo, Joe, what do you know? Hey, Brandon, how you doing? You having a good week? Having a great week. Having a great week. Definitely having a great week. A lot of movies I had to go over and, you know, just been fun going back looking at old things, you know? Yeah, we are uh, we are doing our look back show. Yes, sir. So, um, you know, when Jesse and I did this, this we didn't really do a lot of these kind of shows. We did some, but he mm-hmm. started one. He started one um, the last year where he was just he set these parameters out for us to let's pick ten movies we saw this year. This, this past year they we only have to have seen them for the first time they don't have to have been theatrically released you know they could be doesn't matter how old they are um, and then we'll make our top 10 lists from those so he did that and uh, we talked a little bit about some of the things that surprised us stuff so we I thought that was a pretty good uh, thing to do and it just seems like with the way we're watching movies now All right with the way that at least I have been, and it sounds like you've kind of been doing this too, just kind of looking for the older stuff. Oh yeah, uh, that we haven't, that we missed, that we haven't seen, um, and we go back really far. Uh, I mean, I I really dig deep. <laughs> uh, well, I I didn't yeah, dig too I, too deep, but I dug I got, deep enough. <laughs> I got one on this list that's really old. Oh well, I don't know. I got so, one on here that's really old too. Well, you, it is quite possible you uh, you saw one older than this. So uh, you you got HBO Max. Oh yeah. Is it still called HBO Max at this time? Uh, yes, it's still called HBO Max. Yes. Okay, because HBO Max has some really old stuff on it. Oh uh, yes, they do. They they really do. I mean, it's a oh, I put like this, and this is just a shout out to. HBO Max and Shutter and Tubi and Amazon Plus and all that good stuff. Because at least they're still showing these old movies, you know. And some of them are like, you know, remastered and stuff like that. And I, I really enjoy it. Just when we do our shows, we go, hey, we're going to do this and we can find it and watch it and, and, and enjoy it like like it was new. Oh yeah, that, I mean that is fantastic. You think you got any surprises for me on on your list? Anything that you think that I might be surprised that you would have on there? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> you think so? I hope. All right. All right. So might might make you mad, but yeah, I hope. Well, I know there's one movie that you can't have on your list because you've seen it already. What? Man of Steel. It's not on your list. Well, it depends on which Man of Steel. Well, there's only one movie called The Man of Steel. Touche. We do got to start out this year kind of mentioning the Man of Steel on a show like this because it is a 10-year anniversary on the Man of Steel. Yes, it is. And um, given uh, our history with it, 
I don't know. Maybe it might be fun to do a uh, look back show on just that movie to see how's that hold up for you? How's it hold up for me? Well, well, you know, it holds up for me great, but wait, wait, wait. Hey, we got to rewatch it, so we're not we're not gonna talk about it yet. Okay. But I think I think that might be fun to do. What do you think? I would, I'm down for it. You know, I'm down for it. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Okay, so uh, as I said before, the criteria we went by for this one is they have to be new movies to us. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how old they are. We have to have seen them for the first time this year. And um, that's about it. It could be theatrically released. It could be, you know, on streaming anyway. Uh, But that's all. Do you want to get us started, Brandon? I'm really interested to to hear your list. Sure. My uh, the first one on my list, and it's it's an oldie but goodie. It's um, uh, 1931 Dracula, the Spanish version. Oh wow! Okay, that was my that was the first time I ever seen that uh, that movie, and um, it it was brilliant. I I, I just uh, I mean I seen the first one, Bella Lugosi, of course. But I'd never watched uh, the Spanish version, and um, it was very, um, very different from the Bela Lugosi ones. And I, I just, I fell in love with it. You know, I definitely fell in love with that one. That was one of my first. Well, that was fantastic. So let me ask you this: uh, Did you put your list in any particular order? Or did you just throw the movies on there? Because no, I they, just, they're they're not in order. I just, Okay, good. I didn't put mine in any order either. <laughs> I just thought of the movies and said, yeah, that one, that one, that one, and that one. There we go. Oh, okay, so for you, The Spanish Dracula. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'll uh, name one from mine. Um, first one I have written down on my list is Tourist Trap. Tourist Trap? Yeah. I've oh. seen that for the first time this year. That is, and I and I did a show on that. That is the 1979 horror film with uh, Chuck Connors. Oh, okay. It is a group of young friends stranded at a secluded roadside museum are stalked by a masked assailant who uses his telekinetic powers to control the attraction. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Tourist Trap? I have not. Oh my gosh, I, it's. It's a poster you probably have seen. And for me, it was kind of like, um, let's see, 20, uh, what year is it? So 2020. So in 2021, uh, Jesse and I finally watched Hell Knight. And Hell Knight was really good. This is kind of like the Hell Knight of this last year for me. I was like, it's a movie. I'd seen the poster a lot. I knew Chuck Connors was in it. I just never watched it. And when I finally watched it, I was like, why did I wait so long to watch it? Oh, really? Yeah, like it's it's actually pretty a, a pretty solid movie. So it uh, it surprised me, and uh, I really enjoyed. it. I was like, wow, this is really good. I mean, Chuck Connors is great in it. He's a creepy guy in it. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's there's one for you to see, Brandon. You got to check out Tourist Trap, and if everybody Tourist has to check out Tourist Trap, check that one out. I definitely will. Tourist trap. I'm kind of writing that down. Sorry, give me a second. Tourist trap. 
I mean, I have a long list of movies that I'm watching, and it's just crazy right now. Yeah, we we both do, don't we? <laughs> oh. oh, yes, we do. <laughs> All right. Do <laughs> you want to go to the next one on your list? The next one is not a uh, it's not a movie, um, and it didn't have a theatrical release. It's uh, actually on Netflix. It's um, um, Cabinets of Curiosity. Um, you're picking a TV show. Is it? Are you picking an episode? Um, no, actually, it's, it's actually the whole pick, pick the, the whole, whole thing. thing as a whole. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Um, because it's kind of hard. Because each episode was, wasn't that long. I'm saying they were like 20 minutes, maybe a piece, maybe. So it wasn't. It was kind of like short stories. I was um by um. Oh my God! I'm I'm about to cut up his name now. Risa Bentoro, Bentoro. Yeah, right? Guillermo del Toro. I Guillermo I, del Toro. I've seen yeah. the first episode. Right. And I Did thought you like that it? Was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was great. And, I mean, it's, and, it's, uh, it's a show like, uh, you know, in the vein of like the Twilight Zone monsters, mm-hmm. um, the Outer Limits, uh, you know, uh, the, dark self, the dark side. Yeah, uh, that's why I you know, love it. And I wish some people, I wish we get back to that that type. And I know some of them are kind of the short stories from H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. I didn't know that. Um and it, it just intrigued me, and I, I, I couldn't stop watching it. I oh. believe it's like uh, eight or ten episodes, I want to say. So you definitely recommend people check that one out? Oh, yeah, I definitely recommend it. As If you're ever talking about, oh, I want to binge watch something, that is something you want to binge watch. There you go. Go check out. And it's Guillermo del Toro, so it's at least worth checking out. Yes. He's been doing great lately. Absolutely. Uh, so the next one I have on my list is called Amsterdam. Really? Yeah. So Amsterdam is a 1988 movie mm-hmm. from, and I did a show on this. I did. <laughs> it's not so sad. Where is it? Uh, yeah, I did do a show on this, and I, I'm trying to get down to the country that it came from, I believe. I don't want to name the wrong one. It's not from Amsterdam? I know I said it in my my show, Country of Oregon, <laughs> that I did. Netherlands, okay. Oh, in the Netherlands, okay. Netherlands, Netherlands. So this one is, this was just really fascinating. Uh, it is a... Hard-boiled police detective sets out to capture a gruesome serial killer terrorizing the canals of Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. All right. And it, I, I thought it was really well done. Kind of, just kind of remind me of, uh, you know, the Giallo style. Okay. Um, it's fantastic. It's right there in the, in the 80s. It's got that great look to it. It's got some great kills. It's got some great... Uh, Hard-boiled uh, detective work. The killer is cool. There's some cool, uh, just a lot of cool things, and I was I was surprised by. It. I was like, well, I'm really happy that I liked it. I'm happy that it's good. Nice. So have you, you ever seen Amsterdam? I haven't actually. I thought you were talking about the most recent movie, Amsterdam. Actually, oh, well, That's... I have a confession to make. 
Okay. I've never, I haven't seen that one yet. Okay. Because that's what actually I thought you was talking about. Yeah. So <laughs> this one is actually called Amsterdamed. Oh, so, damned. I gotcha. A M S T E R D A M N E D. And I think that one is actually called Amsterdam. Yeah. So, you know, a little play on the. On the words. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah, so if you haven't seen uh, this one, check this out. This is uh, it's a pretty good one. Good crime uh, mystery. Got a speedboat chase in it. Speedboats. Can't go wrong with that. There you go. So uh, what do you got for us, Brandon? I got it. Now, now this is a movie that I don't think uh, made it anywhere. So um, the movie's called the car road car. to revenge oh yeah it was um it came out in uh 2019 uh it's uh um uh shoot basically the car is trying to hold up the the uh, justice of um a lawless future and um the DEA, or not DEA, but the DA, uh, he was slain, and it's you know by uh, like I guess what they call them, they're not golf, the old cyberpunk type um, um, criminals, or I guess, and it's kind of like a twist on um, uh, Christine. Oh. So he he dies, and he falls on this like futuristic car. And his his blood end up going in the car, and he end up possessing the car, and he's going around like killing these people who uh, killed him. So he's trying to get revenge back, and he's he's basically Christine two point So it was oh. pretty. It was it's a B movie. It's a you know kind of horse slash thriller movie, but it's a B movie, but. I, I couldn't resist it. It's a little bit cheesy, but, you know, I had to watch it. Very nice. I'm just looking this up there. I see Ronnie Cox is in it mm-hmm. from uh, RoboCop. Uh, and uh, that this is also a, what, like a stylized, unconventional sequel to the the 1977 movie, The Car. Very cool. I'll I, say I this. Didn't know, I didn't know that, but yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, The Car. You've okay. never seen it? And I've never seen this movie. So there's two movies that I've got to watch and put on on my watch list for this year. <coughs> Very nice. Okay, so what do we got next? Mine. Next on my list is Eyes of Fire. Hmm. So, Eyes of Fire came out in 1983. I did a show on this early in the year. Yeah. It, is a, uh, it is a folk horror movie. Very, very cool. Very, the visuals in it are outstanding. Uh, the uh, lighting and the atmosphere, outstanding. It's pretty... Uh, pretty standard folk horror movie but i just thought the visuals in it were so fantastic and the the story just held me just enough oh what's this about 
you're asking me right now, Brandon, I can hear you. I can yeah, hear you. you're reading my mind. Yeah, so a preacher is accused of adultery, and he and his followers are chased out of town. They become stranded in an isolated forest, which is haunted by the spirits of long-dead Native Americans. It's got a really cool poster. You look that up. It's got you know a nice big evil looking old looking tree in the middle of it and two giant eyes on the side. Um, so really? Yeah. Very very cool. That was nice. I I, I didn't know that. That was. Surprise to me, so you know. And this year we had a uh, folk horror movie come out in the theaters that made me want to throw things. Oh god! <laughs> I know where that one's going. That was called Men, and I did a show on that. So it was nice to see Eyes of Fire and not want to throw things at the director. And end at the screen. So <laughs> there we go. Nice. So uh, what do you got for us, Brandon? Well, for my next movie, and it's it's a my son helped me pick it because it was a it was it was a movie that uh, me and him watched, and um, it, it's kind of like a spoof on the whole vampire thing. Um, it was called Vampires versus the Bronx. Uh-huh. And I, when I was making this list, my son was like, "Oh, are you gonna put that on there?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, sure, why not?" <laughs> <laughs> I never seen this before. It was something that he looked at, and he wanted me to watch it with him. So I said, "Why not?" And it, it came out in like 2020, and you know, it's about um about some kids. It lives in the Bronx and happened to, uh, you know, the, their their neighborhood was changing. And um, what do they call it? It was gingerfying the Bronx, it says. And um, they happened to stumble over uh, some vampires actually uh, sucking some blood on some people. And they was like, yo, something's not right. And uh, they tried to band together and try to fight these vampires and uh and try to let the grown-ups know which you know they really didn't really didn't care but that was uh, a good movie it was pretty funny you know so uh, i would think I was watching it on netflix and uh yeah it was uh pretty good for what it was wow yeah cool i'm uh checking this out i see that uh shay wiggum is in it shay wiggum's in it he plays Frank Polidori. Oh, I didn't know that was Frank Williams. Yeah, and I, and I I know him from Vice Principal. <laughs> oh, is that your favorite movie, Joe? Vice, it's a fantastic show. I sixteen, sixteen near perfect episodes. He plays Ray Liptrap. Um, he is kind of the uh, nemesis to. <laughs> to Gamby, to uh, what a great show! And it's it's great they didn't do three seasons. 
Uh, but anyway, yeah. So that sounds that sounds pretty interesting. I've never seen that one either. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to uh, look at that. I, I mean, I, uh, not the vice principal. I'm talking about the vice principal. <laughs> yeah. Well, check this: vampires versus the Bronx. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, so now. Yeah, my son brought it to my attention. I was just like, "Sure, kid, let's watch it. Why not?" Okay, so that brings us down to, um, okay, my turn here, right? So yep. I don't want to, okay, good. It's on so, you. Oh, you. Okay, so this is a movie that most people would have think I've seen already. So I finally got it out of my system. I finally watched it. Hey, wait, 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 wait. I just want to take a guess. Is yes. it Dark Shadow? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this is the fantastic movie, which I figured it would be. Cat People. Cat People. Cat People from 1942. Okay. Um, not to be confused with the remake, which I've always wanted to see that, and I never have because I. Yeah, I was just doing the whole thing where I'll, let me, I'll watch the original first, then I'll watch that one. Because that one, the remake came out in 1982. It's a Paul Schrader movie. It's got Natasha Kinski and Malcolm McDowell in it. Mm. And uh, this, the original, is directed by Jacques Tourneur, Ooh. who made a lot of fantastic things. Um, Maybe you've seen some of these, Brandon. The Comedy of Terrors with uh, Vincent Price. Yes, I did see that one. Peter Lorre. Oh. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just some fantastic things that he's done. All, I mean, also, I Walk with a Zombie, The Curse of the Demon. Fantastic. Uh, nice. So... Yeah, I've seen those things. It's like, you know, I've never seen cat people. On a, oh, there's cat people. Cat people popped up. I've never seen that. I'll watch that. What's it about? It is an American man marries a Serbian immigrant who fears that she will turn into the cat person of her homeland's fables if they are intimate together. Really? Yeah, so it's uh, you know, it's based on folk tales and all of that, which I yeah. kind of find I always find that fascinating to see things uh, about uh, folk tales of other countries, places. Uh, I would oh. say, but you know, it was like well, what the Grimm's brothers type thing. Brothers Grimm? I, I don't know. Oh, um, brothers Grimm. I say Grimm's brothers. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Yeah, have you ever seen Cat People? I have not. Oh, I don't. I don't feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, I have. I, I, I heard of it. I have not watched it. No. Yeah, so uh, this is fantastic. It looks fantastic. It's. Uh, I mean, I think the pacing is fantastic. It's an hour and fifteen minutes long. Um, not bad. I mean, the visuals are great. This is a Val Luton produced movie, uh, so. I don't know. Just check out Cat People if you haven't seen it. And now I can finally watch Cat People. 
Uh, there's also a sequel called The Curse of the Cat People, and that one is 1940... 45? Let me see if I got it right. Ah, oh, 44, I was way off. Damn. I'm sorry. Oh, good. Okay, so there you go. You got you watch the cat people. Cat people. What was it on? Uh, I believe I watched it on Prime. On Prime. Okay. So there you go. So uh, uh, what do you got for uh, us? Uh, We're uh, number five spot for you, right? Yep. Number five spot for me right. will be will be Little Monsters. Little Monsters? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Um, came out in 19... No, no, no. Not the one with... Uh, not the one with... Uh... Dang. What is, is Bobby Rourke? What's his name? Not, not the Fred Savage and Howie Mandel movie? Howie Mandel, no. No, 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 no. This one is... back. This came out in 2019. This one... Okay, there's, there's uh, also... 2012. So okay, let me look at that. This one in 2012. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm sure they're not about the same thing. So. <laughs> oh uh, what? Oh no. No. Well, we know the Howie Mandel and Fred Savage one has totally nothing to do with this one. So yeah. Yeah. So same premise, a little bit. You think so? Oh, not really. It's kids in it. <laughs> All right. What uh, what what got you to put this on your list? Um. So honestly, it was the whole. Um. I think I was going through a zombie phase. I got tired of watching Walking Dead, so I started watching uh other zombie movies that was somewhat decent. This was a uh, comedy horror movie, actually. Um. Oh. Yeah, it's about um. About a kindergarten teacher who um, uh, take um, take the kids to like a uh, I want to say a zoo or a zoo slash carnival or amusement park type thing, and um, and there's a zombie outbreak because there's a there's a um, right next to this spot is a a lab where they're experimenting on on people and making zombies actually. And um that's what happened to happen to one guy bitten and you know how it goes down the line. And uh so the uh ah, the the kindergarten teacher uh was protecting uh the children and the uh he's kinda like a figure like Barney or whatever and he was um he he was he was he's in here too and he's wanted a comic release but anyway the teacher's protecting the students and helping the students kill all these zombies until they're rescued and it was pretty funny and i liked it um i recommend a lot of people to, to look at it it was on uh hulu when i watched it Ooh, okay yeah uh the director was um abby foresight sight I think it's yeah, I was just checking this out, and the uh, it looks like she is the lead. Uh, and I'm, I'm not gonna say her name right. I'm just afraid I'm just not gonna do it. But she was in Black Panther. Yeah, she was in Black Panther. Yeah, is Lupita 
And Joe, I'm not going to try to say that name because I can't even say it. I don't know, and I'm very sorry that I say that wrong. <laughs> so she's, that sounds very interesting. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. She even the kids are watching. It, it's pretty funny. Okay, very good. I'll be checking that one out. Little Monsters goes on my list. The 2019 Little Monsters, not the 2012. Although I looked that up too, and that kind of looked interesting too. So maybe I'll just <laughs> both. I've already seen the Howie Mandel Little Monsters. Oh, of course, and I have too. And I, I also saw the remake of that. But wait, wait, what? You, you didn't see that? There's a remake? Yeah, Pixar did it. They made it animated. Oh my God. You're... What? <laughs> Oh, Wait, I, mean, I, thought, I, I thought that was common knowledge. Isn't that common knowledge? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the plots are almost exactly identical, right? I mean... I never, I never, never put those two together until you just said that now. What? Oh, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. That's, that. that's a remake of Little Monsters. Come on. Oh, my God. Howie Mandel, Little Monsters, not the... Yeah, yeah. 2019 or the 2012. Okay, so that brings me down to the fifth spot on my list. And this one is my favorite movie of the year that I saw. And I think it's the best theatrically released movie of the year. Now, I have to uh, say this. The best theatrically released movie of the year that I've seen. Because I've not seen everything that was least released yet. This is my favorite. This mm-hmm. is The Northman. Uh, the this The Northman. Oh, the Northman. Oh, okay. Now this this was fantastic. This was just absolutely a stunning movie. Uh, in case anybody doesn't remember what it's about yet, a young Viking prince is on a quest to avenge his father's murderer. Such a fantastic, visually stunning movie. Um, so well written, so poetic. The way they, the way they wrote some of the dialogue is just just, I mean I just can't praise this movie enough the cast is fantastic the costumes are magnificent Um, have you seen this one uh, Brandon uh oh he might have been abducted by little monsters or something uh, but yeah, I did a I did a show on this one also. Uh, this nice. came out before this came out last April, came out right before uh, summer. Uh, so, have you seen the Northman, Brandon? I have not seen the Northman. I heard a lot about it. I have not seen it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean this this is so good. Just the to me, just the care that go went into it to to make it as historically accurate in like the way their houses would have been, the way the costumes would have been. Uh, some of the weaponry and all that's not perfect in that way it's not i'm sure there are um historians and all those kinds of people who can look at it and go that's wrong and out of place okay yeah okay um yeah so if you haven't seen this one check this one out it is based on the exact same uh story that hamlet is based on so if you like hamlet you can go watch The Northman and see what Hamlet was based on if you don't know that yet. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that brings us down to the bottom halves of our lists. Oh, yeah, what, six? 
Six. Number six, Brandon, what do you got? I got, believe it or not, it will be Prey. Prey. Uh, P, yeah, P, P R E Y. Very Prey. cool. I've heard a lot of good things about it, and I've been meaning to watch it and just haven't <gasps> done it. You ain't watched it yet? I, I still haven't. Shame on me. Yeah, shame on you. Now, Prey is basically a... I guess I'm going to say like a prequel to Predator series, I guess. Uh came out in 2022. Uh, directed by Dan. Um, I cannot say his name. Catching Bird. I think I said it right. I think, <laughs> I think I said it right. If I messed that up, I'm so sorry. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a very popular movie. It takes place um, back in the, I want to say what the colonial times i want to say um and they had this uh this predator called the the feral predator or the feral predator yeah feral predator and it it's it's pretty good and it's a great story uh definitely um for um uh, i want to say um it took a new turn on on Predators, the last two Predators, like the Alien vs. Predators, two movies recently came out. Really didn't dig them, but this one kind of gave me some hope. So if they continue to keep doing this series or the movie franchise with this, I think it's going to be great. Very cool. I'll have to move that up to the top of my queue. I can't really watch it yet. Well... You see what happened is <laughs> what happened saying, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. And then you know what Hulu did? What? They released the Hellraiser. Oh, the new man. Hellraiser. And yeah, you know I what can't I did? Talk. I can't talk. I watched I that. Watch so shame on. And I wanted to see both of them probably just about as much. But I wanted to see the Hellraiser just a little bit more. And I just haven't gone back to watch Prey yet. So. Yeah, I Who knows? I maybe it, maybe so. when I watch Prey this year, it'll make my list next year. Uh, yeah, true, true. Can't, can't argue okay. that. Moving right along here, going down to my number six. This is not a great movie, but I was just fascinated by this movie that I just thought I should put it on the list. It's a watchable movie. It's a decent movie. It's not a great movie. This stars Bela Lugosi. Ooh. This is called... Murder by television. Wait, what? That's right. Murder by television? Yeah, so I mean, the title is just fascinating. And I thought you it was know. older. I thought I thought it was older than it is. I, not, I'm sorry, not older, but newer. Than really? This came out in 1935. Hmm. When television was like brand new, it was in its infancy. Right. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I got to check that out. Bela Lugosi was in it. Really? Oh, okay. So I, I watched it and again, it's not a, it's not a fantastic, awesome movie. It's just, it's just kind of fascinating. It's a passable, watchable movie. Uh, so what's it about? So James Hoagland, inventor of a new method by which television signals can be instantaneously sent anywhere in the world refuses to sell the process to television companies who then send agents to acquire the invention any way they can. 
On the night of his initial broadcast, Hoagland is mysteriously murdered in the middle of his demonstration. And it falls to the police chief, Nelson, to determine who the murderer is. Hmm. Yeah. So there's uh, there's some intrigue. There's some spy stuff going on in this. Um, Bella Lugosi has a du- dual role. I'm kind of mad about that because I ain't know nothing about that. I didn't either. and and this this I just found just by sifting through Prime. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I didn't know Lugosi was in it. I just saw the title "Murder by Television." Clicked on it, nineteen thirty-five, and I put that on the list. Um, and that I mean, it's very similar to how we used to find stuff when we go to video stores, right? You just right. wander around and look at the. Uh, titles and a lot of times we uh it would be the title or the picture on the cover and then you read the back and go, okay that's it for me yeah, um, yeah it gets, gets to the point where you go oh i guess i don't want to see a movie well, let's call yeah. it rotten tomato yeah <laughs> um so this has this is uh notable this has hattie mcdaniel is also in really and you know who that is. Hattie McDaniel, yeah. You know who that is. Ain't that the one that was... Um, who um, is it? Give me a second. <laughs> who is what? it? Was she... Wait. Was she in the... Wasn't she in the Son of Frankenstein? I mean, not the Son of Frankenstein. God dang it. No. <laughs> I was trying to say the son of Dracula. No. It, I, don't, I don't think he was in that. He was not in that. She was in that. I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't think she was. I'm, I'm just checking that right now just to be sure. I do not. She is not in that. Okay. Hattie McDaniel was in <laughs> Gone with the Wind. The what? She was in Gone with the Wind. Oh, wow. She won Best Supporting Actress for Gone with the Wind. She is the first African-American to be nominated for and win an Oscar. She's in Murder by Television. No, wait, what? Yeah, she's in it. Yeah. Is that in her filmography? Yes, she is in Murder by Television, yeah. I wonder what she, um, what does she play? She plays a cook. Um, the uh, other one, the other guy who is in this, who people may have may recognize, is uh, George Meeker. George Meeker. Who um, he was in the High Sierra, Road to Rio, um, stuff like that. You know. Well, okay, so so you know why I said. The son of Dracula, right? Yes, because they okay. had a staff. <laughs> they had that staff. Oh, now also, you know, now that we're talking about son of Dracula, I'm looking at George Meeker. George Meeker was in the son of Dracula. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so, I mean, he's done a lot. He's one of those guys people would have noticed, noticed him. Also, also, this is funny, too. George Meeker was also in 
gone with the wind. I mean, he get he, the heck out of here. He's not a main character. He's a poker playing captain, and he's not even credited in it. But he he is in there, so he's not credited in Son of Dracula either. Uh-oh. Okay, so I mean, yeah, that was just kind of fascinating. I'm like, you know, these lists, you know. I don't think you have to really love every single movie. I just thought this was just such a strange little movie. Mm-hmm. And I was just fascinated by it being the birth of television right before that. So just kind of some of the ideas in there are, are just kind of interesting. It's not a long movie. It's only an hour. So if no, you watch it, you just hate the movie. It's, like, it's only an hour. It's only 60 minutes of your time. Uh, a lot of us spend time watching uh, trash <laughs> yeah, tabloid yeah. Uh, television anyway so you know what's an hour so, oh no everybody's watching c-span yeah I mean, that's all garbage tv anyway too and so <laughs> okay brandon what do we got what do we got for number seven number seven is okay so this is kind of okay so the reason why i watched this movie I haven't, i'm not giving the name yet i watched this movie because um, a, a buddy of mine was sitting down and he was telling me that uh, what the premise that they might be doing for they bringing back Godzilla versus oh, King Kong versus Godzilla. They're bringing a sequel up with, with this. And um, they was talking about that uh, it's, it's going to be a Godzilla from out of space. And I was like, what? I said, why would they do that? That don't make any sense. And I'm going, I'm renting a Raven. And then I uh, came home and I started looking up all the Godzilla movies, you know, and I came across Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. And I was like, wow. This is, wow. That is a great movie, Brandon. I actually, glad, I, I finally, I watched it. it, and I was, I was kind of thrown back. So now I'm really mad because if they, if they make this movie, and they mess it up, I'm gonna be so, so hurt. But my seventh movie is uh, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. It was a great movie. It came out in 1994. Um, I, I really, I was kind of thrown back from, you know, I mean, it was 94. They still was using practical effects, not so much CGI um, for these movies. And, of course, you know, and uh, Justin, Justin, if you're listening to the song, I'd love to hear your feedback on it. I know you're a big Godzilla fan. Um, But, yeah, I, I loved it. Great. Yeah, I mean, this was, this was a this is a Toho movie. Um, oh, I yeah. think Godzilla look, looks fantastic. Godzilla suit in the '90s, I think he looks awesome. Oh yeah, I really liked how he looked there. Definitely how they did this—the space Godzilla. You know, it, it kind of made it more terrifying. You know, terrifying, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <I can't talk. laughs> but yeah, and then uh, so my buddy said the 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 Godzilla from space takes the axe. From um, King Kong, and he eats it, and he he. Oh, okay. You're getting a speculation about the sequel to Godzilla. Yeah, to okay. King, yeah. It's this this okay. speculation. Let's, it's not in. Let's save. Right. Let's yeah. save, save that for another show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I. You know what? I just 
I just watched this probably at the end of uh, this past November with the kids. Really? Yeah, it's. I love it. This is a fantastic movie. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it. I just it's I was, got a lot. There's a lot of monsters in it. Well, you know, it's funny because I I watched um, a lot of Godzilla movies, but there's a lot of Godzilla movies that I didn't even know they existed. Oh yeah, there's. Oh, you are in for a treat, sir. Treats. Uh, but let's move down the list here to uh, my next one, and my next one is the Infernal Cauldron. Huh? Yeah, the Infernal. <laughs> you heard <laughs> the Infernal Cauldron. Now this movie has a brisk running time of two minutes. Wait, 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 wait. Huh? Yeah, you heard me. This movie came out in 1903. It was that short? Yeah, 1903, Brandon. Oh, nice. So this is one that I was skimming through HBO Max, and there it was. And it's a George Millet movie. Uh, cinephiles know who that is, and I don't need to introduce him. Um, you, you sure about I, that, Joe? Well, you know who it is. Well, I mean, some of our listeners don't. What? They don't? Some don't. Some might not. We might have a new listener. We don't know. Are you serious? Hey. Are there people out there who don't know who this is? All right, there's a small... Brief introduction. George Millet was a French illusionist and film director famous for leading many technical and narrative developments in the earliest days of cinema. Millet was a prolific inventor in the use of special effects, popularizing techniques such as substitution splices, multiple exposures, time-lapse photography, dissolves, hand-painted color. Um, So there you go. Um, I'd never seen this one. Uh, he had made something, uh, the movie he made before this, 1902, A Trip to the Moon. Everybody has seen pictures and stills from A Trip to the Moon. Everybody. Uh, Was there so, really two minutes, though? Yeah. It's very what? short. It, it uh, didn't feel like that in film lit. You got to remember, this, is, this is, came out in 1903. That's different. Cinema was way different back then. It was in its infancy. Okay, It was a fetus. It was a feat. <laughs> I mean, it, it really was. I mean, so, I mean, just from that description, George Millet could be, could be considered the father of special effects in motion pictures. Yeah. I'm with uh, that. Just based on that little description. And I've always kind of thought that, uh, that he was like, because that's what they started out. That's what special <laughs> effects started out as illusions. Um, they were magicians, a lot of them. He's not the only one. Uh, but anyway, this one, what's it about? The Infernal Cauldron. Two demons throw helpless captives into a boiling cauldron and then try to summon forth their spirits. It's got hand-painted uh, cells on there. Uh, you know, hand-painted frames on there. It's uh, It's exactly what it says it is. It's got no crap in it. Fantastic, fascinating little movie. So if you haven't seen that and you have HBO, 
And you don't go back and check that stuff, especially if you say you're a movie cinephile, movie buff, and you don't go back and look at this stuff, you need to turn in your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely got to turn that in. But yeah, I mean, that that was just absolutely fascinating. So. I just don't believe that was two minutes. Well, how long do you think the trip to the moon is? I thought I thought the trip to the moon was like at least five minutes. Thirteen minutes. But the thing, oh well, yeah, yeah. So you got to remember the trip to the moon, nineteen oh two. Yeah. Infernal Cauldron, nineteen oh three. You're talking about this is still the time of the Nickelodeon. Brent. True. And I'm not. I'm not going to go into what that is right now. We can well, do that. well, the thing is, you said Nickelodeon, so majority of them probably thinking about Nickelodeon. Like I know what they're kids. thinking. Zach, <laughs> you're exactly right. So you know, the the right people will hear Nickelodeon and they'll go, you know what? I want to look that up. Yeah, they're gonna look that. I like, want to oh. look that up. They're gonna see SpongeBob. Yeah. So, but anyway, what what do you got next for us, Brandon? Next movie is recently, uh, 2022. Uh, to me, is one of the great movies that I love and enjoy. Good old Tom Hanks was in it, and Austin Butler was in it, and it was Elvis. Oh, Elvis! All right. I did not get to see that yet. I I wanted to see that, and it like one of the only Baz Larman movies I want to see. Yeah, it was it was pretty. It was really good. It was really good. Uh, it was. Uh, it, it opened my eyes to a lot about uh, Elvis' backstory. You know, um, I know some is, you know, exaggerated a little bit, but some of it was kind of keen on from what I was told and from documentaries that I watched. Uh, kind of sad on a, a lot of things, but it was a great movie. It was. It's a tearjerker, um, but it's. Uh, and make you feel good at the same time. That get to hear some of Elvis good old songs and stuff like that. Very cool. And um I'll have to catch that on streaming now. Uh I, it's it's on HBO Max. Ah, yeah, fantastic. See, I can go check that out there. Yeah, um, I just uh it's just interesting the reach the influence that he still has mm-hmm. Elvis, oh, yeah. not Baz Larman <laughs> I understood <laughs> what you were saying <laughs> just, just making sure uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll have to definitely check that one out uh, that was a bit of a surprise for me Brandon. you had a couple of the surprises on here for me. very cool Oh yeah. Uh, so here is one that I decided to put on the list. We recently did a show on this. Oh, is it Avatar? This Violent Night. No. Yeah, you know, no. of all the movies that came out where this really surprised me that I saw in the theater, that was it, because I did not expect to like it that much. All right. I didn't expect it to be that good, and I didn't expect it to be what it was. So, for all those reasons... And I probably would watch it every year. 
I had to put Violent Night on. And we did a show recently, so you guys can go back and listen to that. Yes, please listen to it. So I don't think I need to say what the plot of it is. I didn't think we needed to say what the plot of Elvis was either. So <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> so there, what do you got for us, Brandon? I have Three from Hell. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, Three from Hell. Uh, Ron Zombie film. It's a Ron Zombie film. Uh, um, I kind of it's kind of hard to explain. Oh, well, let's see. So, it's really hard to explain. It's a lot of killing. This is the third one. So, oh, here, I've got a plot synopsis up for that, if you want me to read that. Yes, please, because I could tell you everything that happened. It's... Yeah. So, <laughs> after barely surviving prison, the Demented Firefly clan go on the run, unleashing a whole new wave of murder, madness, and mayhem. And I have to say, I've not seen this one yet. I've seen the other two, but not this one. Really? I've seen House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Reject, and I've just not watched this one yet. Shameful. I don't like it because it was, of course, it's a Ron Zombie film, so it's just blood and all yeah. that good jazz. And then, this the is the one, I mean, of all the movies of his I've seen, these three, you know, the... Uh, Devil's Rejects, I think, mm-hmm. being his best that I've seen. And uh, The House of a Thousand Corpses, those, they seem to be the best. I mean, they really fit what he does best with movies. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because, you know, I know he did uh, the Halloween. I know he did Halloween. But it uh, it wasn't like the first Halloween to me. It wasn't you know, yeah. Halloween 2, it wasn't Halloween, you know, 3. Yeah. But, yeah. But he did, he did, he did a better job than um, <clears throat> the ones we shall not name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so moving right along here, we're coming really close to the end. Uh, we are on my number 9 now, so this is actually the last movie I watched of 2022. So I'm really glad I liked it. This is The Ritual. The Ritual. So, this is The Ritual from 2017. Okay. This is a group of old college friends reunite for a trip to a forest in Sweden, Northern Europe, but encounter a menacing presence. They're stalking them. So I thought this was really, really interesting. Did you see this one? No, I did not. I thought this was really well done. It it is uh they actually shot this in Romania. So I mean how really? you, you gotta go and say oh, that's that's a good one. Romania is a very nice looking place. I've always wanted to go there. <laughs> we should plan a trip uh, and do a show there. The creature is is really, really neat. I mean, just really well done. I don't think I've seen one exactly like that. Andy Circus produced this movie. It's based on a book by Adam Neville. So there you go. If you want to read the book, go ahead. Um, it is based on a creature from Norse mythology. Hmm. Uh, so that's, that's 
I just thought it was really well done. As far as movies like this go, this one was really well done. I mean, I gotta say, this one came in... Uh, I almost put Antlers on here, because I thought Antlers was pretty good. But this one just edged it out, because I thought the monster looked better, and I thought the movie was just done better than Antlers. Antlers. Hmm. So Antlers is about a Wendigo. And the monster looked... Oh, the Wendigo oh. looked really cool, also. Uh, but I just thought this creature design was better, more, just more different. So if you haven't seen The Ritual, you can catch it on Netflix. And the what ritual. do you got for us, Brandon? What I do you got? got? Last one on your list. The last one on my list. Now, I'll be surprised and shocked if you haven't seen this movie. So... I was going through Tubi, and I found the movie, at which, I, okay, so I, I kind of took it, I, I read it wrong, but, you know, I watched it anyway. So it was called Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Oh, the Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Yeah. Uh, 81, horror movie, um, directed by, I'm going to say Frank. What's that? I was trying to say the director's name. I I wrote it, but I don't think I spelled it right. You're going to butcher his name? Frank. Uh, Oh, man. Frank. (laughs) You know, I got to say this. I have never seen this movie. What? I haven't, and it's on my list. I just haven't watched it. It it actually is on my watch list. Well, you know, it's, um, I mean, it's got a good cast. It's got Larry Drake in it. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, his Doctor I mean, Giggles, but yeah, it's got Alice Nunn in it. You know who that is? Alice Nunn. That was his mother. Yeah. Who is that? No, I mean, no, I don't. Tell us who it is. I don't know. <laughs> Are you serious? Come on. I'm serious. Come on. Uh-huh. You seen uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Marge. She's Marge, large. Marge, Marge sent me. Yeah. Wow. You know, Charles Durning is in that. So, yeah, I mean, this one. Has a, I want to see this. So, of... Brandon, what, what, what was this about? You you want me to read the plot synopsis or do you want to do it? Yeah, because I'm about to. I'm about to tell you like everything that happened in the movie. Oh. In a small southern town, four vigilantes wrongfully execute a mentally challenged man. But after the court sets them free, mysterious accidents begin to kill them one by one. And he, and he did the kill. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, it sounds good. I, I've, I just haven't watched it. I mean, there's... Well, the thing is, it's the old school way of killing. Like he, yeah. he did some killing, killing, and it's always like some accidental type killings type stuff. Yeah, I like, mean, I'm I'm just looking at that. It's it's in that sweet spot there, 1981, yeah. right around you know the Friday Thirteenth and Halloween craze and all of that. Well, one of the characters I thought it was uh, Dan DeLuise. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I want to say it's, it seems like it takes place. I, it don't. 
like uh, in Australia, I want to say. That's what it looks like. I might be wrong. Does it? It looked to me, it looked like it took place in Australia, but I, I might be wrong. They may have shot it there. I don't I don't know. Because the, 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 I don't know if he's the policeman or if he's the, was like the mail carrier or something, but he, the, I don't know. But yeah, it was good. It was, it was for, you know, you know, these movies nowadays, you just don't know. Yeah. But so this, this one was, was a pretty TV good. Movie. I this see. was a TV movie? Originally conceived as a theatrical film, it went directly to television instead. Oh, that's uh, very good. Very Sounds good like Supergirl. What? Huh? Huh? What? What'd you say about Supergirl? We're talking about the Dark Knight Scarecrow. And I was, I was, I was just saying something went straight to TV, but you know, I don't know. Are you talking about the 1984 Supergirl movie? Yeah, that was not a TV movie. I swear it was. I swear I'm sticking by that. <laughs> you go ahead. You go ahead and be wrong, like you are about the people. That's fine. <laughs> um. All right, but that, I mean that's for another show. So you know when we yeah. when we do Supergirl, and we're gonna do that this year. Yeah. We'll talk. So here's the last one on my list. Barbarian. Barbarian. Oh. Oh. I forgot about that movie. So Barbarian, I did not get to see it. I did not get to see this in the theater, which uh, was disappointing because I wanted to see it. I saw the trailer once. Like, oh, it looks pretty cool. Uh, so what's that about? A woman staying in an Airbnb discovers that a house she has rented is not what it seems. Ah, It's got everything you want in a horror movie. It's got a, a basement that you're yelling at them. Don't go in there. It's got a creepy neighborhood and a dilapidated. Don't get out of that neighborhood. It's got another long, creepy hallway with doors in it. Don't go in there. Look behind you. It's got all that cool stuff in this book. You basically just said the whole thing. There's a lot of people well, say. I, but I didn't tell them what's in the rooms and I'm not gonna. Have you seen this, Brendan? I have not yet. This was very cool. This was on HBO Max when I got to see it. Oh. Uh, so you can check it out and maybe you'll put it on your list for 2023. It's got oh, yeah. Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, Justin Long, and Richard Brake. That creepy, uh, creepy dude <laughs> was in that crappy Doom movie. Hey, that movie was good. No, it wasn't good. I liked it. You did not like Doom. I did like Doom. Are you serious? You like The Rock? Doom movie? We're talking about the same movie, right? Oh no, Doom D O O M. Oh no. <laughs> uh, hold yeah. on, <laughs> you talking about Doom? Did you think I? I thought about Doom. Yes. <laughs> that dude. That Doom was all right. So there we go. So Barbarian, oh. check it out. Pretty good horror movie. Uh, um, of the horror movies I saw released in the theater. I would say probably this was the best one. This was theatrically released. I just didn't get to see it in the theater. Mm. 
I, I would probably say this was the best one, the most, because uh, I didn't think it would be that good. I thought it would be good because everybody I had talked to had seen it said, yeah, it's good. It's good. But yeah, I mean, this was really good. Hmm. Um, and, you know, you and I talked about Halloween and how bad that was. Yeah, that was so terrible. There was another one that we did not do a show on that was really, really bad. What was that? I'm glad I saw that with no, nobody was in the screening I was in, so I got to yell at the screen and do whatever I wanted. It was called Pray for the Devil. Yeah, I definitely didn't know about that one. So bad, that one. Um, it just... And when I found out... I saw a trailer for it when I watched Halloween. It's like, oh, that actually looks pretty decent. So that came out like the next week. I'm like, oh, watch this one. <sighs> that was directed by the same guy that directed The Last Exorcism, which was really bad also. So I don't think that guy has a good movie in his body, so he should quit now. Is it The Last Exorcism that, that was supposed to be like the sequel? The last, ex- the last Exorcism did have a sequel, and I would not watch it. But The Last oh, Exorcism cool. was that found footage uh, exorcism movie. Oh. But anyway, anyway. Yeah, so that, that was really bad. Maybe we'll talk about those sometime. But anyway, this one is really good. If you haven't seen this one, check this one out. Um, now, there's a couple others I didn't get to see that I wanted to see, and I just haven't watched them yet. I wanted to see Smile, and I wanted to see Nope. I haven't seen those. You've seen, uh, yeah, wait, what? You haven't seen Nope? I haven't seen Nope yet. I just haven't done it. It's just, oh, you know, man. just, just like the Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, it's in my queue and all of that stuff. I just haven't. It's just. You know how it is, Brandon. You get get distracted sometimes, and you start watching things like Cruel Jaws. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I understand that. I'm gonna finally watch Killer Croc. Yeah, I'm gonna finally watch Nope, and you go, "Oh my God, look! It's the last shark." (laughs) So, but anyway, uh, so there you have it. So, uh, Brandon, uh, yeah, you had some, uh, good, uh, surprises for me on your list. Did I have anything that surprised you on my list? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of things on there that surprised me. Uh, movies that I didn't get to see. Oh, very cool. So we got to, uh, make lists from each other's lists. Well, you know, I was going to say, uh, a movie that I really didn't like. I don't know. You didn't yeah, go like ahead. Go ahead. Name. I I went and named a couple that I saw that I did not like at all. So go ahead and name your name a couple. Uh, one would be Avatar Two: The Way of the Water. Ooh. I was going to say that, but then I was like, no, I don't even like that movie. I, I'm, little, I'm not going to do it. A little too easy to say that, isn't it? Yeah. Who hasn't seen it? I don't know because <laughs> Mo- you know what. I, and I know there's somebody out there that likes the story, but the people I have talked to about Avatar 2, mm-hmm. none of them have told me that they like the story. None of them. When I say, well, what'd you like about the movie? Because I'll just do that first. What'd you like about it? And it all comes down to visual. Okay. And I said, well, what about the story? Well, what do you mean? What's wrong with the story? And I'll name a couple of things. And one person said this to me. They said, they looked at me. Their eyes went wide, their jaw dropped, and they said, you have ruined that movie for me. Stop talking to me about Avatar 2. <laughs> I didn't ruin a movie for them. And they was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it. yeah, so I mean, if, if you want to see the visuals in Avatar 2, and there's some decent fight scenes in it, go ahead. Yeah. That's okay. Um, 
Okay, but you got another one for us, Brandon? Because you and I can continue to rip on Avatar 2 for another hour, can't we? So let's stop. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll, we'll, we can rip on this one, too. It'll also be Halloween ends. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, now, now the cool thing, the really cool thing about Halloween ends, which I really appreciated from Justin for contacting us, saying he'd like to talk to us about it on the show. He actually described a movie that I want to see. Yes. He described a movie that David Gordon Green did not make, but a movie that Justin saw that I wish Justin could make. And I'll say this, so if Justin ever hears this, if I won the lottery, I would give Justin money to make that movie he described for us. I would back that movie. Because I want to see that movie he described. And if if uh, you haven't listened to that, you can go listen to our um, Defending Halloween Ends episode and hear Justin uh, talk about that movie that he thought that it should have been. Yeah. It, 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 it was so, so intriguing on... And what he said, it was just like, well, what the hell was I watching? <laughs> yeah. Wish I was watching your movie, Justin. Uh, okay, so anything else about this this year? So that, that's our year wrap-up, Look, looking back on the year. Yeah. Uh, uh, this, just to say once more, this, this uh, idea for this show was started uh, by Jesse. Yes, sir. So uh, we'll keep doing this in honor of him. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, it just kind of makes me wonder what would have been on his list this year. Oh, boy. So uh, we'll have to ask him that when we see him again. Oh, no, our avatar <laughs> wouldn't be on it. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I do know that for an absolute fact. I have no... No doubt in my mind that I, I can say that, and I know that if he was here, he would say he would you know, give me a look and call me a choice name. So okay. <laughs> Both of us, he would do. Like, what is wrong uh, with you guys? All right. So uh, what, uh, what movies did you guys uh, enjoy from uh, 2022? Um, yeah. All right. So uh, we'll see you all next time. Later, guys. 